Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Danny Meringue. I found two empty bottles of a particularly decent Chateau de War Bordeaux 57 in your rubbish. Dusty Hera. You went through my garbage? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. I find it particularly offensive that you use them to wash down an order from something called Macho Taco. And Portland's sports leader, 1080. I would never drink a Bordeaux with a Macho Taco. The Fan. It was a burrito machissimo. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Still to come. Where there's smoke, there's fire out of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new article up about expansion in, in Major League Baseball. hey And relocation, even. And we have relocation audio. We have relocation audio coming in. We have owners leveraging. Bum, bum, bum. So we have that uh, still coming up on the program today. We will hear from Anthony Simons, who went on the Jack Ramsey's podcast Indeed. with you, my Indeed, friend. my guy. It was really good. Go go and listen to it. It was, it was if, the best one of these he's ever done. If this pump of it is uh, not doing it for you, well, we'll play a piece of audio where yeah. you go, yeah, I will go and take a listen to that. Uh, you know, I, I, I asked Ant about uh, coaching and development and his defense, all, all things that people like to question. His what? Yeah, his defense. <laughs> mm. That's you, Russ. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube chat is saying we need to get Rust a UV lamp in there. I think we just need to white balance that thing. Well, Pete seems to like to want to make fun of all of us for our appearance, so I'm sure he's an Adonis sitting there anonymously behind his keyboard. Sorry. Damn. I don't... Just, you why can you take gotta, the shots on why me. you got to take physical sh- shots at people's physical appearance? Well, he's just saying you need. Uh, we we all need a little color. Well, I don't know if he's taking one of Danny right above me there too. So I, I'm sorry. That, that's oh, because, I don't dig oh. on that stuff. Oh, because he's Danny's not wearing a hat today. Yeah, which and, is funny. And, because, and mom must have said something. Mm. Which is funny because I haven't been wearing a hat. Yeah, Rust is on really one today. Sorry, weeks. that just that kind of crap pisses me off. Well, it's February in the state of Oregon. I don't think any of us have a great tan except for Danny, who's been in the. You burned your cheeks again. I in did the, in the tanning booth. I did. I did. The guy I, never learns his lesson. I, I roasted him a little, little bit. And it's Dan, you know what, Rust? You and I, we're going to go tanning together. We're, we're going to get a joint package. Look, you it, and me together. Yeah, no. You're gonna, I'm good. You're going to join your packages? I'm good. No. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, what we have? Rust needs a hug in the break, and we'll give. We'll make sure he gets I, his hug. It's just the break. that kind of crap grinds my gears. I know. I know. We're it's February in Portland. We're all we're all pasty white, but well, we just we had an issue with my seven year old this morning too. She didn't want to go to school because she's got some kid on the bus calling her ugly. Oh, so, man, yeah, maybe it's just a tough day. That's for it, to it pop right up, there. But, that's so. it right there. Mean I'm kids, a little sensey on that today. Mean kids suck. Yes, they do. Mean kids suck. I'm telling you, you should be able to punch kids. Okay, Danny again. Golly, just saying. They learn. Russ has got nothing on. He's a, he, just, he rendered Russ speechless. Just, well, yeah, they learned. Just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we have the Jordan rules. We all know the Jordan rules. Hmm. 
It was the not bad, the living crap out of him. The bad boy Pistons. It was foul him. He can't handle it. And then I don't know. Jordan did all the drugs, and according to the last dance, locked himself into a, a weight room in the off season. We know that. Yeah, got jacked. Played right through it. He did put on a ton of muscle, though. Cue the NFL stepping in in three, two, one. After they heard Antonio Pierce mm. in a podcast that he did with uh, Max Crosby, the Rush podcast with Max Crosby, because this one, there will be a close eye on the Las Vegas Raiders after this. And then we went into... You got the Jordan rules, and we, we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, filling them, love taps. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. Yeah. And he's saying that's what the Raiders did. They sacked him four times. They touched him up mm-hmm. ten times in that game on Christmas Day where that was the most sacks that they'd allowed. They got a pick six in that game as well. And they beat the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. playing by the quote-unquote Mahomes rules. I absolutely love it. Though, and, th- this is part of Raiderdom. This is something that has been missing from that organization, which, you know, you can talk about a lot of things missing in that organization, but that's the thing that they're trying to pull. That, that's the thread they're trying to pull again is the but, nastiness. But hold on. Isn't that the goal of every team against every quarterback, not just Patrick Mahomes? Oh, certainly. <laughs> like, certainly. This is what I, that physicality, though, mm-hmm. is what for Tom Brady, it, we always used to hear get him off his spot. Yeah. Right. Get him off his spot. If you collapse the pocket from the middle, you can. That is exactly what it, the we said get him off his spot. It was hit Tom Brady. Yes. It is. Hit Joe Montana. Touch him up. Hit Peyton Manning. That is how you get to any quarterback in the NFL. What I think is going to be the sad part in all of this is that the NFL is going to step in, and the first time that they touch Patrick Mahomes next year, whoop, flag's coming out. Gross. It, it It's going to happen, though, it's because you have the NFL has done this for decades now. Protect their moneymakers. Gross. It, but can you not see it coming? Oh, I can 100% see it coming. I'm actually surprised we didn't see it in the Super Bowl. And I'm also surprised that Patrick Mahomes didn't whine and cry the entire game. And this is this is why Mahomes did that late in the year. We saw it, and it became egregious at times. And he didn't do it in the Super Bowl. And I loved watching the Super Bowl because of it, because he knew his one game, I'm going to get hit. I know what they're going to try and do to me. And San Francisco did a decent enough job of getting 19 points of regulation. Yeah. Pretty damn good day well, at the office. And the one touchdown hits. they scored was on a short field. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, it was an effective day yeah. at the office for the 49ers. Antonio Pierce saying that out loud, saying that quiet part out loud, is what is going to scrutinize any touch on a guy like Mahomes or Burrow or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, even though Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen get absolutely punished week in and week out. I just can't wait for that point of emphasis to be shots on the quarterback after the ball's out. The thing about this is... Because we know how touchy they are about it. Crosby has mentioned this before, and he's also mentioned the, the rivalry with the Chiefs. And how there is extra juice there. And a couple of Chiefs players didn't like it when he was on his podcast. I want to say it was right at the end of the regular season. Uh, he said something about, yeah, no, I, I get up for this game. I, I, I get loose for this. Like, Max Crosby is that dude. 
he is like, if you if you listen to any of the like the offensive linemen around the league talk about him on their podcast, like Jason Kelsey talking about him, other other guys, uh, Taylor Lewan has talked about him. They're all like he's a lunatic. Like he's a guy you don't want to play against. And he, there's a little bit of a throwback to him in the sense of like, yeah, no, he's gonna be nasty. He's he's if he gets to the quarterback, he flag be damned. He's gonna touch him up. He's 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 let offensive linemen know. Don't let me get back there. Remember, him and Mahomes had that back and forth. Well, the show times. quarterbacks where they profiled Mahomes mm-hmm. for the twenty twenty two season. Remember, he had a bit where he said he always talks nice and talks up to the defensive line because they hit him, mm-hmm. and so that's part of his game. You want the nastiness back in in the NBA? Yeah, I think it needs to. Come back, come to, back to the NFL 100%. because there's guys that are worried and there's plenty of nastiness out there, but it is the protection of the quarterback has gotten to a point. It's too far where it is egregious. And it, I mean, it hit the apex when you had the, the landing on the quarterback, 15 yarders yeah. that were, I mean, it's like, go back and okay, watch Joe Montana I have and to Steve Young. hit a quarterback and it's my job to, and I get, and paid, I get paid millions of dollars to do it. amounts of money to do it because it's so valuable, but, but I can't do it. If I hit him and I land on him. Then all of a sudden, I get penalized for it. That's ridiculous. Meanwhile, the running back can get chop blocked, chop your or cut tackled from the side, have an ACL blown out. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Who was who was the tight end uh, that got his knee blown out at the end of the year? Um, uh, Lions. Uh, or not the not the. Um, not Laporta. No, Laporta. It was the the, the hip drop tackle yeah. is one that you just need to. That, that needs to get. No, out. no, there's there's somebody that there was a, he took a low a low shot on the tight ends for the Rams. Um, no idea. Anyways, yeah, the, the Lions Rams game, the tight end got his knee blown out, and they they're calling him dirty for the play. It's like that's what he's got to do. No flag was thrown, no nothing to come out of it. But yeah, but because he went low and tore guys ACL, it was like there you go. I'm here for the Mahomes rules, though. I just I think it's comical that we have a situation that it is now. <laughs> Oh, and he, he Mahomes is treated differently though. He is getting the Brady treatment. I mean, the stars always do. When you That's see him slide, league. he holds on. He holds on to the slide so he can draw the so he can get the slide, get touched, not hit, touched, and then still pick up the flag. Uh, it is comical though that it does come down to no, this one quarterback we got the rules Extra for. Extra spicy, yeah. We don't. We it's not going to be anybody else. But he he went on to say how much he hates the Kansas City Chiefs and how he hates the color red and how like they they're going to be banning the color red from the Raiders facilities and all that stuff. I'm I'm here for it because if that's all the Raiders are grasping at right now, go ahead. Yeah, the, be that they're, team. They're again. trying to be that team again, and I think they're trying to build an identity as that. That's what Antonio Pierce is rooted in, and I think that's what they're trying to bring back to the Raiders. I think one of their biggest issues, though, is the fact that uh, Antonio <laughs> Pierce said, we'll have we'll have Aiden O'Connell as a last resort. Yeah. Hey, last resort, we still have Aiden we O'Connell. Lo- we love he played hard for us, but you know we're going to definitely try to upgrade that position <laughs> in this offseason. Well, Justin Fields, maybe that's your guy. Don't do that to me. Okay, fine. Desmond Ritter. God, this is gonna. This summer's gonna be brutal. Maybe you can get Derek Carr back. I don't, don't try. Between those two, Fields or Carr? Carr. <laughs> At thirty-five and or thirty-five point nine million dollars. What's Fields' number? 
not that. I think he's at like 19, this 20. Year, you're doing it to re-sign him. Yeah. They're going to pay Justin Fields $40 million? Well, <laughs> if he wins... Are you going to pay him if he doesn't you're gonna win? Tra- you're gonna Hold tra- on, stop. If you get- trade him for, you're going to trade, you're going to give up draft capital for one year? Oh, you're like the Raiders have drafted anybody good. <sighs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, just you're going to waste that second round pick anyways. That's true. The Raiders and the Patriots both shake hands on first round draft picks. That's right. Well, no, just receivers for the mm. Patriots. They get, they'll, they'll get linemen that are there for 15 years. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, the Mahomes rules are alive and well, and I I'm here for it. I just think that maybe that's their maybe they should have the Herbert rules as well, and any other quarterback that they have on their schedule. Maybe get to him, touch him up a little bit. There more. you go. I like that. That's my coaching I like, I like, point. I like where you're going. I have a I hey I have a team set for regression. Mm. You want to hear my team set for regression Absolutely. in the NFL next year? I've, I, I'm calling this in February. Last okay. year it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. For me, this year, I have a team of regression in the NFL. Mm. Next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Okay, I've got our my team of regression for the 2024 NFL season. Market February 21st, 2024. Go ahead. The Houston Texans. They will be oh. the team of regression in the NFL this year. The, the it sophomore is, slump? It is still in the AFC South. And it will be, and people are going to label it the sophomore slump, but it, in all reality, it is their schedule is going to get exponentially tougher. Yes. They're, because they are a division champion, you will have a tougher schedule inherently. See what Jacksonville went through last year. But when you have your crossover divisions this year for them are the AFC East, they have the NFC North, so they're going to have the Lions, Vikings, and Packers on the schedule. And when you have the Jets, maybe, with Aaron Rodgers, maybe not. Mm-hmm. And then you will have on their uh, schedule as well the Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens, the Dallas Cowboys. They have to go to Dallas, to Kansas City, and then obviously their and, and then two Lambeau Field, all on their schedule. But then you have your uh, home games against Buffalo, home game against Miami. Those are gonna. It's gonna be a tough schedule for the Houston Texans. And then you take on top of that, you have a year of getting a book on Bobby Slowick as the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. D'Amico Ryan's, and what they're doing defensively. 
there will be, and then, then the tricks of the trade that go along with a pass rusher like Will Anderson and how offensive linemen adapt to him and his his style, and then the book being out on C.J. Stroud as well and what they try to do what they try to take away offensively. Yeah, no, that'll, that'll be interesting. Team of regression, Houston Texans. I think the, you picked the Jags last year and you ended up being quasi-right. I think they, they regressed, but I think that had more to do with injury than anything else. That team was beat up this year, particularly Lawrence. He was not as great as he was the year before either. No, I and I, yeah. but I, I believe that part of that, a strong part of that was getting beat up. But it will be interesting because Stroud had not just a good year for a rookie. He had one of the best rookie years we've seen. And I also believe that Jacksonville will be better this year. Yeah, I And think I think that Indianapolis will be better this year. Having a... a uh, Anthony Richardson out there is certainly going to be helpful in the, in the limited games that he did play. What five? Wait, they weren't they weren't terrible, and it was a yeah. it was a cluster in the AFC South. It, one game separated those three teams. No, well, none of those teams were bad. And the Jags fell apart at the end of the year because Trevor Lawrence couldn't stay healthy. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like yeah. he was banged up all year, and then at the end of the year, he just wasn't there. So it, that that division is a is a sneaky division for. It's getting like, a lot better. Like the division of the future kind of a deal. Like because they all. Three have young quarterbacks. We've gone through this before at the AFC South, though, and somebody <laughs> ultimately craters in, in Titans to nowhere Titans. because, <laughs> like, yeah, the Tennessee Titans were the one seed in in the AFC, mm-hmm. and then you were the like, rest of the AFC hey. was well, but we always thought, hey, Indy's gonna turn it on. CJ Stroud, pre CJ Stroud, Houston Texans, they were always Oof. solid, but they were never a get over the hump team. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, and I'm talking like eight years ago, okay, yeah, yeah. Where you were sitting there and you're going four or five years ago, hey, maybe they're onto something here. Nope, nothing ever came to fruition. And then it was like that with Andrew Luck. Like when Andrew Luck was a quarterback, mm-hmm. the AFC South is like, hey, this could be the division of the future because it was Tennessee was had defensive minded. They could be really good. You were hoping that the that was when Houston had you know Arian Foster as a running back. We thought the AFC South was the division of the yeah. future, and then. Then Arian Foster went crazy. Really quickly, it yeah. goes into the side of the mountain. Yeah. Oh, Arian has always been crazy. It, well, yeah. the the uh, the understanding of just how crazy he is. There we go. The the interesting thing is this is I think the first time that division with these teams has three quarterbacks that all are around the same age, same experience. It, but if I asked you, does C.J. Stroud project as elite? Your answer would be yes. Does Trevor Lawrence project as elite? Yes. Does uh, Anthony Richardson project as elite? Not yet. But if I told you he ended up being, would you be surprised? Mm, yes, a little bit. A little bit. A little okay. bit. But Not, if, I mean, he's 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 a he's had. We don't know. But my my point we don't being, know. he had flashes of being really good, but we'll see. But for the first time in maybe ever in that division with these teams, you have quarterbacks that you go, yeah, no, like. If I told you Trevor Lawrence won an MVP in his career, would you be shocked? Not one Same bit. Same with Stroud. Not one bit. Okay, you have two quarterbacks who you think in the next 10 years have the potential to win an MVP. How many divisions in the NFC have that? The answer is zero. None. So, like, even if there's been times in the past where, like, maybe, even if they do hit that regression, maybe it's a sophomore slump, maybe it's a schedule getting tougher, maybe it's adjusting to new, to different things and different coverages, or how they treat Will Anderson, or whether or not they get another weapon for C.J. Stroud, because uh, Nico is great, but like who else is on that team? When you look at their offensive, you look at their roster and their 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 weapons, like they've got a couple of guys, but 
they will be. I mean, Devin Singletary was really good for them. Sure, but you know, a productive running back, you're going to need a workhorse. You have Tank Dell when he got hurt. That was that, a death sentence yeah. for them. But you're right. They have Collins, Dell, Noah Brown, Robert Robert Woods, John Meachie. I, they do it's, not. It's, have it's that. not a murderer's row. They need to if they're going to avoid Get this that. slump. They yes. need to upgrade their skills. And tight end running back is probably where you start. Yeah, because they had Dalton Schultz this year from Buffalo, but getting those dudes in a draft where you're going to have plenty of opportunities yeah, to get wide receivers. And after, you know, Brock Bowers, it falls off. Tight end group falls off dramatically. Maybe prioritize that one next year. Yeah. Then, and then you, you move forward and you, you, you see what's on the table, but my team of regression for 2024 already Houston Texans schedule. The fact that your new coaching staff is not new anymore. We see this year in and year out teams, figure out how to scheme and adjust to it. It's all primed for Houston taking a step back, which is not a disaster scenario, and it does not. It should not be an indictment on D'Amico Ryans, Will Anderson, or C.J. Stroud. Ultimately, people will do the, what's wrong with them? Well, it's because you have coaches that get paid millions of dollars as well to make sure they slow guys down yeah. like that. That's the thing. Is, and when you get good, your schedule gets tougher. And the, being able to beat the tape, that's how you go from good to great. Yep. It, it, it truly is. Sit right there. All right, coming up next, we had this last week where I, I gave you a preemptive warning. If you're eating your lunch, put it down. Just chill for a sec because the worst day on the web is going to be uh, awful. Uh, but first, here's the big Kahuna with Sports Center update. I hear they got some tasty burgers. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Man, that sucks. All right, you've been warned. This worst day on the web is going to make you squirm. Like, in a way that you won't believe. Oh, great. What do we got? The headline to this one. 150 live bugs removed from inside of a man's face at a Florida hospital. Oh, God. You told me not to look at this story. and I told you yesterday, do not look at this. The video for this is insane. Oh, no. Absolutely insane. Oh, no. They put a warning, content may be disturbing, as doctors in Jacksonville, Florida, are baffled after finding and removing more than 100 larvae from inside a man's nose and sinuses. Oh, my goodness. And it's as queasy as you think it is. Like, they show the camera up his nose and in his sinuses, and it's larvae, like, attached to, like, the base of his skull. But what... Okay, how 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 does this happen? Like what what level of poor health do you have to be in to where it escalates to this point and you have no earthly idea? So he had um a neuroblastoma, which is a cancerous tumor that was behind his nose and in his nose that was removed 30 years ago. So he has kind of like a hollow space and a compromised immune system because of this. This is what made him susceptible, is that, not to gross you out, folks, but this can happen to anyone but doesn't because your immune system kills this stuff. So, like, the whole, like, you eat eight spiders while you're alive, blah, 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 you know, Okay, so this wasn't just somebody being disgusting or 
Oh, gross. So his body couldn't fight this off. And he gets, he said, um, one night he said it just began feeling off. And then it's, he had these symptoms that had been persisting for like since the late fall. So it's like November. And it was so deep that you can't like look in the mirror and be like, oh, there's something up there. But he also had these like, they had burrowed and buried. Oh. My goodness! Onto the base of his skull. So what? What? What caused all, all of this to happen? Like how? How did bug got in there, laid eggs? Oh my god! That's that's nightmare fuel. That is like one of my worst fears. Like I, if a, you you know when you get the bug that like buzzes your ear and mm-hmm. like it, it gets like oh, it yeah. hits your ear and you're like, is it in there? Mm-hmm. I cannot. Oh yeah. Like that's nightmare fuel. No, that's just. When I see the videos of people like they, they have the videos where they they pull out the bug from like somebody's ear or somebody's nose, it is a top five fear. Maybe maybe number one, maybe number one fear. Oh my gosh! This I'm is I'm showing disgusting. Dusty the inside of his nose right now, and it it think of like what larvae look like hatching, maggots look like look like hatching. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever seen. It's it it like. It makes the shoulders lock up. It's terrible. So basically, dude went into like the ER and they had an ENT and they took a look at it. What do you do? He had a nosebleed and it was like, oh my God. And said so the doctor saw dozens and dozens of bugs alive and feeding on the inside of the patient's nose and sinus cavity. Now, I've been to Florida once. I never want to go back. Like all of this stuff happens in Florida. Would this happen anywhere else? No, and the, question. The insane thing is, they <laughs> tried to remove them with suction. They were too big, gross. So they had to go in and remove them with instruments one at a time. But there was so much space in his in his nasal in his nasal cavity, and because of the cancerous tumor that they took out, that it allowed for this to happen. Oh, that is so disgusting. See, you know why all the weird stuff happens in Florida? They're like the you know how the human body used to have a tail. Florida is the appendage that's just evolution is waiting to 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 lop that tail right off the human body. <laughs> just waiting for, just waiting for it, waiting for the oceans to rise and put it all underwater. Is that what you're saying? We don't need this tail anymore. <laughs> but long story <sighs> short, the doctor said it's called nasal my my miasis, in that in nearly 20 years as an ENT has never seen anything like this documented in the United States. Doesn't want to cause a panic because vast majority of humans have an immune system that's strong enough to kill off most parasites when they try to enter the body. But he does he does caution people with compromised immune. Yeah, systems. you know what this is going to do the next time that I have like a nose hair tickle my nose, I'm going to be like, Doc, got the bugs up there. That is, oh, so gross, so gross. It, uh, ha, ha, ha. One of the bright spots, though, is that that urban legend. The urban myth that you swallow like twelve bugs a year in your sleep—they've mm-hmm. debunked that. It's, it's we're like, a lot it's like, safer. It's like five spiders or eight spiders in your lifetime. See, yeah, in your lifetime, it, that's that. still five too many for me. Oh, for sure. But it, it makes me feel better. I'm, I'm also because not- there was that urban legend that oh, hey, eight spiders a year. No, no, that's a lot, man. Mm-mm. Look, I, I, I will fully admit this. When I'm conked out, I'm a mouth breather. Ooh. I'm okay. not a, I got I got a little little tiny nasal little. cavity. Don't have to worry about the bugs in there. Nope. Like when I when I when I was running, nope. when I was in the military, I was always a mouth breather on long distances and it's not good for you to do that. No, it's horrible. Yeah, I I can't do it through my nose cuz not I, efficient either. No, I'm I'm not able to like through the nose very well. It's okay. very it's very very tiny. Gosh. But uh 
with that said, I mouth open Venus flytrap. I, I I could imagine at least eight eight spiders getting in there in my lifetime. Okay, the Vancouver Ford text line. Danny's finding new torture devices. Mm, this may be it. Larve up your nose. Uh, this is how Pinhead from Hellraiser happened. Stuck a bunch of pins in his head to kill the bugs. Kept him there. Ooh, maybe this is if there's a real life Pinhead, he'd be in Florida. Yeah. So speaking of quick squirrel moment, the the guy with the Joker face that popped up in the GTA Six. Grand Theft Auto 6 okay. trailer yep. that's based on the real guy. He says he wants to voice the character in the game now. <laughs> of course he does. And I'm like, do you want to let that guy in the building? No. Because he's going to burn it down. He's going to 100% burn it all down. Mm-hmm. Because where's he from? Florida. And what does he want to be? The real life Joker. The guy from, from the movies who said, some people just want to watch the world burn. Oh, God. It's so bad. So bad. So, well, uh, thanks for Florida nightmare, nightmare fuel. Yeah, larva in your nose. I don't like, and I have that fear. Of, a like, whole when new definition to human centipede. When a bu- oh, oh come on, that movie's disgusting. Oh boy! But there, when you have that bug flying, I've never had. I've never had that happen. I've had a bug like, fly into my mouth when I'm like running. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that that's as close. I got that bad boy out. Mm-hmm. I've never had that. That actual feel like I'm always paranoid about it. I've had I've them never like had land in the canal, but then like I, you know, a quick smack at the back of the ear knocks them out, kind of a deal. But yeah, that's like, oh. <sighs> we don't have bad bugs here either. No, that's our the bugs, thing. our bugs, Florida here in bugs, it, uh, an obscene amount and like, not go, great. You go down to the south, they got those big old bugs like Cicadas. going around, like you've got to like tennis racket, with a racket, and yeah. just like. Whack, get them all out yeah, of Yeah, when you get a solid thud when you hit them with something. Like, Gosh. they shouldn't make a sound when they hit the wall. Yeah. They shouldn't See? have that kind of weight. See, this is, uh, now I feel like I've got something stuck up my nose. This might be the grossest conversation you guys ever had. Yeah, that's, that. did Daniel do that to you? This is why mm. he said, don't read this story. Don't look at this story. I'm, I'm sure we've had worse. Not much. At some point. Not much. Maybe. I, what's funny is we'll press uh, on. Rufio sent this to me. I had already seen it in the morning, and I was downplaying it. I was like, I'm not going to put that in there. See, Rufio knew better than to send it to me because yeah. I'd have been like, no. No, 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 no. And then I, I was going to not talk about it, and then Jeff, you yesterday were like, you want to hear something messed up during the break? <laughs> and I was like, the bugs? He goes, yeah, yeah you already knew it? <laughs> was, yeah, it's there. Just didn't. Didn't didn't want to do it then. Still like it. It this is the, look. If you want to see if I can be bothered by things, look. I am bothered. I am wholly bothered. One thing that I feel like even more so than ever, I'm want done is mm. I I've seen like the professional ear cleaning videos. You oh, know those God, pop out. So good. I want to get that done now, just to make sure nothing's in there. Oh yeah. You know maybe there is something. I don't know. No no. That's that that's I've done that one before. It's good. I've heard. It's good. And what's that it? one for the nose, like the Navage thing? It looks yeah. like you're holding up a washing machine to it, your nose. It is. I've tried it once, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Look very it, feels very, it feels very weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. It kind of looks like like a torture device. Like, it, they're like, hey, let us shoot this water up your nose. Yeah, and guess what? It goes down the back of your throat, not... Neti pots do work, though, when you're sick. True. Neti pots are okay. But, yeah, it's uh, the, the, whole, the whole ENT thing is... Uh, it's a weird thing. YouTube chat it's a weird place. says uh, another reason why Oregon, Washington are awesome. Not many bugs or animals that could kill you in your sleep. Damn straight. No, the only thing that we really have up there is the rattlesnake. That's it. And that's in eastern Oregon. 
Yeah, Central, we, we, Eastern, Southern Oregon. You we, rattlesnakes, but other than that, like that's you're fine. Well, I guess we got the recluse too. But we don't have very. You don't hear very many brown recluse no. bites affecting people. They like don't. That, they don't though. like people. They, 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 that's the whole point. Is they're away. I had a bunch in the studio before I gutted it. Oh, at your house? Yeah, my I house. was like, no, no, not, what? not here. We no, had garter snakes no, at no, the no. old building, but no. never brown recluses. No, I had a. I probably had like six or seven of them in there. And I was like, those look like brown recluses. I took pictures of them and then was kind of side by side and online. And I went, yep, going to go ahead and put the gloves on just in case. But we we are lucky. Yeah, like no. we got we got the mountain lions. We got some bears that mostly bears don't want to be near you. But mountain lions things, terrify me, though. All of these things want to be away, except with the exception of the mountain lion, who a uh, friend of the show uh, texted me when he was in Canada. The same same mountain lions up there they have down here. Uh, he was filming. Uh, him and his girlfriend on a hike, and realized in the background, like fifty yards back, was a mountain lion just stalking, stalking him. him. And they're like, "We need to go." Yeah. So because the, and just because it looks friend shaped, do not boop snoot of mountain lion. No, they get they don't get as bad of a rap as they should. Like no, we're way worried. They're murder machines. We're more worried about like sharks. We should be worried about mountain lions. Mountain lions. Mountain lions are murder machines. Cougars, same thing. Yeah. Just murder kitty, do not want any part of. All right, coming up next, it's a true riches to riches story. Danny and Dusty, Timmy the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. People on Twitter are mad, saying I shouldn't be uh, on the radio during lunch. Dude, uh, the, I warned everybody. The nightmare fuel of Bugs Up Nose. Uh, that did it, man. I gave you a warning before we went to the first break, and then a warning again before I we went into the store. Well, what you, more do you want? And when you were hired. <laughs> I, I did. I did. Yeah, I did you, say I would cross that. Well, yeah, and that's okay. Damn it. it. It is what it is. I'm just saying, I'd had a tickle, a nose hair tickle, and I was like, mm-mm. Nope. Now I'm just I'm just worried. Oh, you're like I'm just oh, worried no. now. There's a bug up there. Hot damn. Who doesn't love a good rags to riches story? Or in this case, a riches to riches story. Don't ever give up on your parlay dreams, folks. I don't. Thirteen. You know what? What's the the most legs you've had on a parlay? Uh, eight. Mine's six. Eight. This this football. I don't really season. go beyond that. And they were. Well, I get a lot of the alternate lines that are pretty mm. easy, and then you yeah. you you, you, you stack you one or two in, there. in like two that are difficult. But it. that was it was a it was a no brainer. Mm. It was a no brainer. It was, I think it was the Patriots. Uh, it was the Patriots Bills, and it was like, oh, I know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which go ahead really and take this one. Sports gambling does really help your when your team is bad. Mm-hmm. Being able How to, to process cope it. with the losses yeah. because you know that team and you know what's coming. Watching Sprague battle through the Blazers last year, it's, it's some what lines you that do. he took when we, when we were doing the watch parties. That was what made save the watch parties. And it, because it, there's a couple times it came down to one thing or another. The uh, the it, line on the Timberwolves game the other night, Jeremy Grant hits that last three, and it was like, oh my god, that three was meaningless, but it covered. Covered. I was like. That's all you need. I remember Casey Hole and I tracked. Unless lines. you're Fade Blazers. 
and uh, just to kind of see how close they get with things, particularly with the the teams that are the bottom of the standings. It's hard to track them. It's hard. It's hard to know which how sideways things are going to go. And I remember that three hit. I looked down the the aisle at Casey. Like we both kind of like, ooh, that three had some had some interest to it for sure. Uh, but I say all of this because uh, Des Bryant, it was it, Des, it was a catch. Bryant laid seven hundred and sixty seven dollars on a thirteen leg college basketball parlay. Wait, say that again. Thirteen leg. Okay. College basketball parlor. How much money did he put on this? $767. That is woefully Cut. irresponsible betting right there. Uh, yeah, he, he screamed. Obviously, he was conf- confident in his, his picks, though. And there's a local tie to it. He This is on the 17th. He picked Pepperdine okay. to beat okay. the Portland Pilots. All right. And, and it also he just included, took a money line on that one? Yeah, every, everyone that I can see in here is money line. He took Colorado at USC, Santa Clara at San Diego, Wyoming at San Jose State, Pepperdine at Portland, or excuse me, Portland at Pepperdine, and Nevada at UNLV. Now, this is just betting blindly because you, Des Bryant can tell me all he wants. He do, he does not know a thing about the University of Portland basketball. He's not calling. Team. He's not calling Coach Leggins. No, he doesn't. He has no idea mm. who Shante Leggins is. Mm. This is him just looking at records, going, "Yeah, that's a win. That's a loss. That's a win." And uh, I mean, looking at it, he he did. He had the smart play though. He had two upsets in there. In the rest of them, it was basically he was taking negative money, negative money yeah. in like minus two hundred, right? Where safe, it's not plays. It's not too aggressive, no. but Vegas is confident one way or the other. But when you're stacking up thirteen of them, it adds up real quick. Hot damn! But seven hundred bucks on that. Also, if Des Bryant is doing this now, do you think he just started? Well, seeing that. Why bet $767.68? Did he let everything just ride on this? That is a very That's how much he had left in that account. He emptied the he emptied the account yeah, on that right. one. That's 100 Nobody bets that. That's the weirdest number yeah. to bet of all time. So, this is telling me that Des Bryant has not won a lot of bets to where that was his point where he's like, "You know what? Let it all ride." Push it. Also, I'd imagine he- on a 13-leg parlay. That level of degeneracy leads me to go, he was gambling while he was a player. <laughs> no, it wasn't legal then. No, no, definitely not. I really do think, though, that a lot of these are, it is guys who are just now getting into, it, it's become available to them, and they didn't know much about it. So that's why they they went down the road of, oh, yeah, well, now it's on, on my device. I got my hand held out. I wonder how many of those guys were were betting before, though. Like in in all honesty, how many guys had offshore accounts right there, and and that's how offshore they offshore accounts. Yeah, buddy, these or guys bookies. There you go. <laughs> Come on, Come I mean, on. Yeah, it's a lot easier though on the offshore accounts than your bookie who's got maybe some different lines. Hey, I think you you probably had some guys that were around the team. A guy knew a guy. Yeah, <laughs> I got, got a was, guy. I feel like there was a collection plate being passed around. And it wasn't for it wasn't for Chapel. <laughs> Big Dom, <laughs> the Eagles for the Eagles. That's actually <laughs> what Big se- Dom was doing. The there. Head of security, huh? Yeah. Head of security. Oh, with, I got a guy with the Italian flag stitched into his Eagles jersey. No, I got a guy. Yeah, I mean, come on. What, what are we doing here? Uh, the other side of this is when you talk about athletes and just throwing money away on crazy things. I, I will never forget this. Dwayne Wade said that he spent over twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, this is like five or six years ago on Madden Ultimate Team. 
What? Yeah, the video game, Madden. And then Ultimate Team, which is like a card draw. So yeah. you can build your team. Like He spent $25,000. Why would he do that? To get the best team possible. For But for why? To play online. Okay. And there's stories of athletes and then the kids stealing their parents' credit cards and doing this, too. Well, the Kendrick Perkins ones was hilarious. When Kendrick Perkins' kid, for Pokemon, was Pokemon yeah, Go? Yeah, Pokemon Go, yeah. Spent, like, a couple hundred bucks. That would be a terrifying father, too. <laughs> Have that, come home to that one. And even... <laughs> there's, a, there's a TikTok out there. how much? Of a mom making her kid do Fortnite dances because he's stole the credit card and spent $300 on Fortnite. Mm-mm. And in she's like, you want you like Fortnite so much? Do those Fortnite dances. And the kid is sitting there doing, like, flossing and, and uh, God, what were the other ones? Uh, gritty, like, crying, sobbing. He's, like, sobbing, doing the gritty. And she's like, no, don't stop. Keep going. You love Fortnite so much. I was like, ooh, that's a unique and interesting yeah. punishment. I like this. Yeah, you're not going to get like child abuse for that one. You're probably going to get shame publicly for putting it on the internet, but uh, that's part of the gig. Nah. This is why I, but my kids don't, they they would be worried about me. My wife is the one that they would be terrified Terrified of. Um, mama's coming? The angry Russian would come out. Does she? Does she speak Russian? God no. Oh okay. No, because that because I was wondering, does she get so angry that the she's that, not the, that the, the native language comes out? She's not that Russian. Ru- angry Russian. There's Germans. No. Maybe the only other language that I've heard that when someone is genuinely angry, Mm-mm. that starts off even when they're sounding happy as angry, the, and then it goes to another level. Even of just blood counting boils. to ten in German sounds pissed off. Yes, is what I mean. Like eins, zwei, drei. Yeah, German and Russian both have that. Same kind of connotation. That's only three. And when it gets angry, it's like, oh, oh no. Yeah, but she's also like that. That would get the blood boiling mm. because the wasteful spending is probably pet peeve number one for ah, her. Gotcha. And so th- this would be Maybe where this unlocks the callback to the motherland. She just boy. starts speaking it out of nowhere. Yeah, you're, I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> like I watched the show The Americans, and I was like, did I step into it? Yeah. <laughs> Like, am I nice. going to be the guy who's like, I never, I didn't she know. She's a sleeper cell. They're like, how did you not know? I'm like, I don't know. What's, what's the activation code? Judge, I don't know. I had no idea. Go watch the Winter Soldier with her and see like, what happens. Like, how could you not know? I don't know. Just, she's so nice. She's a teacher. <laughs> you know? Like, they always are. <laughs> what are they teaching? She wasn't in... Uh, what was it? The travel agent. She's not a travel agent. <laughs> Who that's did, a, it's my that's, only point of reference also, here. That is a job that somehow still exists when it doesn't need to anymore. No, it should exist because oh, the, yeah, they'll get you Go deals on. that like orbits or you know travelocity Kayak or, whatever, yeah. or whatever. They they'll they'll manipulate it even more because they're all of these sites are getting their cuts. Yeah, right. And so the travel agent gets your cuts, but it's an actual person, so you you can communicate and be like, "No, I don't want to do this. Like, how can I? How can I match the hotel and the the flight where I don't have to go to Denver and then Atlanta to get to Cabo San Lucas? Mm. You know? Yeah. And there's there's a uh, it's not a big market for it, but I think it's we should bring back the travel agent. Have a little personal touch to things. I, I, look, I, I'd be all for it. We can. You know, it takes a special person. 
I remember tra- travel agents were big back in the I, day. I had a friend, which is why we never went on vacation. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. I had a friend who uh, both his parents were travel agents. They had their own travel agency together, and like the yeah, no, they were Russian spies. I've seen the Americans. They they were uh, uh, Indian. Okay, but which means they probably didn't like the Russians. But you know. no, not at all. But they they traveled all over the world, man. They had a, a living room just littered with artifacts from all over the world. It was. It was, always, cool. it, was, it was so always super cool to go over there because they had they they cook food from all over the world, yeah. and you did not know what smell to expect when you walked in the house. You know what is good for travel? Mm. Uh, Costco. You're you're not wrong. My parents bought a trip to freaking Mexico. Yeah, at Costco, and yeah, it, it, it was great. It, great deals. Yeah, you can get smoking hot deals there. I need to find, think. Costco does Italy yet? Maybe I don't know. Mm. Probably. I don't know. I'm not a travel agent. Yeah, it's God. just under a different label. It's a Kirkland signature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> signature. <laughs> You're going to signature. <laughs> you go to get to the airport. Like I thought, we were flying United. No, we're flying Kirkland signature. Yeah, you can go there. Yeah, all right. Yeah, they have them right here. Um, Dude, they got him. I know what I'm doing. Probably, at least you can probably get the cheap hot dog combo on that flight. There you go. And the pizza, probably. $1.50. That ch- price ain't changing. All right. Coming up next, uh, we will play the audio from Anthony Simons hopping on the podcast with me last night talking about uh, where he's not only him, but the Trailblazers, uh, the players stand with Chauncey Billups. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, Anthony Simons' interview uh, last night. Come up here on Danny Dusty, Danny the Fan.